You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. From the field, to the film room, to the war room. We've got you covered every step of the way as the road to the draft starts right now on BGN Radio. Hello and welcome to another episode of the BGN Draft Show. I am your host Shane Half. You can follow me on Twitter and YouTube at Shane Half NFL. I'm joined today by my co-host on Chalk Talk, Mark. I hurt my arm getting a backpack out of my car, Henry Jr. Give him a follow on Twitter at Wimpy Old Man. Uh, sorry, Mark Henry Jr. Underscore. Uh, be sure to check out his Tough Cover Radio Show every Saturday. Mark, other than the arm, uh, how are you doing today? Yes, sources are indicating, uh, NFL sources uh, around the league are indicating that Mark Henry Jr.'s draft stock is falling mightily down, down, the, you know, down the draft board once there, there have been rumors of him getting hurt doing you know, really, really normal things. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a concern. I think I'm probably going to go undrafted. <laughs> uh, udfa that means you get to pick your own landing spot that's better than being a seventh round pick so that's true uh, i'm also joined by my co-host and fellow draft enthusiast slash old man dives uh give him a follow on twitter at mr crockpot dives i think you said you threw your back out the other day getting groceries out of the car or something yeah we were talking about we we're talking about getting old and you know you're old when you're like putting groceries in your car and your back just completely popped but uh I, I can also confirm that mark and i will not be invited to the upcoming nfl scouting combine yeah well if it makes you guys feel any better a couple of weeks ago i hurt my wrist doing dishes so uh, cast iron <laughs> skillets are the worst don't let anybody ever tell you any different so uh anyways to the show for today uh, we're going to be doing a four. Well, we're each going to be doing a four round Eagles mock draft next week. We'll get back to positional rankings. I think we're going to be doing our top running backs, uh, but we wanted to do a mock draft. And last year, if you listen to the show back then, we would do mock drafts and then put them up against each other in a poll to see who did the best. And uh, we're going to try something a little bit different this year. We're going to war game out three different scenarios. Uh, and, and see how those drafts end up. And so uh, the scenario that Dives is going to be playing out for us is that of the Eagles finally, uh, Mark, you'll have to give me the year again, but finally taking a defensive back in the first round of the draft. When's the last time that happened? 05, is that right? It's Lido. Um, I think it's like 02 or 03, something like that. 02. Something in that range. 02, yeah. 02. And the last time taking one of the top 2017. All right, so Dives is going to be playing out a scenario that hasn't happened in 22 years, the Eagles selecting a defensive back in the first round. Uh, Mark is going to be playing out a scenario where the Eagles have traded Hassan Reddick for a second-round pick and see how that goes. And I'm going to be playing out a scenario where Jason Kelsey has announced his retirement, and so the Eagles address the offensive line in the first round. So just an idea how some different scenarios could play out, but 
Uh, Dives, we're going to let you go first. We're going to make all of the picks in a row so we don't get confused skipping around. So I will share your screen. Those of you that are watching on YouTube, you'll be able to see the simulator. We're using PFF for this one. Uh, obviously, you can listen on audio platforms and you'll get the gist here. But uh, Dives is on the clock. We're looking for defensive back in the first round. As I'm looking at this, Cooper DeGene went number eight. Uh, Nate Wiggins, number 10. Um, let's keep it rolling here. Uh, Terrian Arnold is now off the board here to the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I'm looking at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, do the Eagles consider trading up? Uh, let's roll it just one more time and see what happens. Quinion Mitchell is off the board. Uh, we're going to move up here and solidify. Um, ooh, they, they are liking this. All right, we're going to move up to number 20 here. Wait, that didn't work. Ah, oh, I screwed it up. But anyway, we're sitting here, pick number 22, as I tried to hop for the trade and I must have hit the wrong button. You know what? Um, hey, you can you can still just say you took Kool-Aid. I was definitely going to move up to take Kool-Aid McKinstry. Um, but we're doing this live. So um we're gonna trade out. You know what? We're gonna look at our possible trades. Uh Baltimore Ravens. I will take pick 62 uh from you. Let's try that again. Add something on your end. Yep. Yeah, just all right. So we are trading a little bit back and gonna get some assets, especially for this Eagles defense. Maybe not. We'll see. Um totally screwed that up here. But the Eagles are on the clock here at pick number 30. Uh, a lot of different routes the Eagles could go here. A lot of guys that I like a lot uh, will surely be on the board. Um, and it's the guy that I've circled on my big board for quite some time is Cameron Kinchins here. Uh, pick number 30 to the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, just a do-it-all safety. Um, they haven't had one of those guys in quite some time. Kinchins can play at the line. He can play the slot. He can play deep. He's, he's a great athlete. Uh, the Eagles are now back on the clock here. Uh, pick number 50. I'm looking at who's available. Uh, and this is a no-brainer. Uh, he's my number one linebacker uh, for the 2024 draft. It's Edron Cooper. Um, he's a great contrast to N'Kobe Dean. Uh, much bigger than Jeremiah Trotter Jr. Um, great athlete. Um, he can... He's a great tackler, great blitzer as well. If we see that from Fangio, we'll see. Um, sitting at pick number 54, give me a second to look at what we have available. So what, have we, you, what have you taken so far again? The, the positions you've taken? Uh, safety and linebacker. Safety or my linebacker. one safety and linebacker. two. My one and two there. Corner, um, one, receiver. This one is a guy that um, I've circled on my big board for quite some time. It is Mike Sandra still, uh, cornerback out of Michigan. Uh, he'll fix the Eagles slot position uh, for the next 10 years. He's a, just an unbelievable athlete. Uh, you watch Michigan's tape. Like th that defense was just loaded with names. 
Mike Samer still was arguably their, 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 their core guy there. Uh, so sitting at pick number 62, um, we have addressed the back seven and then some linebacker safety corner. Let's see what we're going to do next. I got to be honest. Sainer still was a guy I didn't know was coming out. He was a guy yeah. I was very familiar with at Michigan. And somehow it just slipped through the cracks for me until about a week or so ago that he was coming out. I think he was lower on PFF's list and has been and has risen up as of late. Watching his tape, he he might be a guy that continues to rise for me. He's in my in my somewhere in my uh, top fifty, top sixty area. Uh, pick number sixty-two. I'm going with my favorite slot receiver in this draft uh, on day two. Uh, he is Malachi Corley. Uh, make sure you go check the tape on him. Uh, it would be a phenomenal number three between AJ Brown and Devontae Smith, Malachi Corley. Um, once that guy, once you get that guy in space, man, he's just lights out, man. Uh, really fun prospect. So I got four of our big needs there: linebacker, safety, corner, um, and I got uh, a nice, fun um, player for Jalen Hurts uh, for the foreseeable future. As we're looking at pick number ninety-seven, my last pick of this draft. Actually, I really like Jacob Cowling too. Um, Ana Smith is a really good slot receiver as well. I have a question for you, Dives. Go for it, it, man. If you had your uh, – just even regardless of who's there and who's not there at running back, who would be your favorite running back for the Eagles to take in a slot like this? My number one running back in this class, funny you say, is Audric Estime. And he is mm. sitting here at pick number 97. I'm going to just make that selection. Uh, my running backs are kind of all over the place. Um we haven't touched on that yet, um, but is the most variable uh, position in this class. It's it's really interesting, but estimate can kind of give you a lot of everything. Um, I think he's so freaking underrated. Um, so I, I would be really happy with this draft. I always get really bad grades from PFF. Oh, my God. Here we are. Um, but anyway, Cameron Kinchin's number one in a trade back. <laughs> I did one Kool-Aid. Uh, it didn't work out. Uh, I must have hit the wrong button. But Edrin Cooper, Mike Samra still, Malachi Corley, Audric Estime. Uh, Estime to kind of go with Kenny G next season. Malachi Corley um, finally gives the Eagles a young piece to look forward to um, moving forward. Uh, at More so depth-wise, Mike Samra still is an elite athlete. Um, Eagles fans will love him. That guy flies around. And that guy's a big-time playmaker, man. He just has a nose for the football. Edrin Cooper is a beast. Uh, and Cameron Kitchens. I got my number one safety, my number one linebacker, um, my number one running back, and my number one slot receiver. Uh, I'm really good. I'm really happy. All right. Can you imagine, like, we get the we get the Matt Rule saying, you know, I wanted Brock Purdy, but they told me no. Can you imagine a GM like at the podium, like two years after being like, yeah, I wanted Kool-Aid, but I clicked the wrong button. <laughs> It'd be great for content. <laughs> Virtual draft. Yeah, I accidentally clicked the wrong button, accidentally left the Zoom room, got jumped, ran out of time on the clock. Everyone, yeah. by the way, this is a random aside. Everyone went nuts about that Matt Rule quote. Brock Brady had two really good games against him in college and beat him once. I actually don't think he was probably lying. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, right. I, I right. just think this. I think the safety position is so vital, man. It, 
And Cameron Kinch is – I think I have him number 14 on my big board. Um, wow. I'm, th- I'm that high on him. He's definitely going to be one of my guys. Um, just like Brian Branch last year, I am just head over heels on Cameron Kinchins. Um, just a Swiss army knife, a guy that can just provide so many different roles. Uh, and giving Vic Fangio that core piece he needs uh, on this defense, a, a young stud to build around is, is Cameron Kinch's man. Um, D minus is ridiculous. Come on, PFA. <laughs> All right. So there is Dibes playing out a scenario of the Eagles finally going defensive back in the first round. And he traded back from 22 to 30 with the Ravens, picked up pick 62, uh, and then got the guys that he mentioned earlier Cameron Kinchin, safety out of Miami, uh, Edger and Cooper, linebacker, edge rusher out of Texas AM, Mike Sandra. San- he said his name, <laughs> cornerback out of Michigan, Malachi Corley, wide receiver out of Western Kentucky and halfback Audric Estime out of Notre Dame. So that's scenario number one. Uh, now we're going to go to another scenario here. And uh, Mark, you want to go first or do you want me to? I can go. I, I do, Actually, you have the board already? or Yeah, I've got I've got two of them up here. I'll oh, go okay. first. Let's start a new one then. Or do you have – never mind. Sorry, bad radio. You have one ready, ready to go that's up to the Eagles. Just don't go ahead and uh, do that for you. Okay, so remember my scenario we're going to play out is that sadly Jason Kelsey has decided to call it quits, hang up the cleats. Uh, And so the Eagles are going to do what the Eagles are going to do. They're going to address offensive line in the first round of the draft. They've spent their last three first-round picks on defensive linemen. They go offensive line this year. This is not a strategy that I'm a huge fan of, but we'll see how it plays out here. I'm only going one thumbs down because my other arm's in a sling. (laughs) fair fair i imagine the other one so but there is a guy that i'm really high on i talked about him on the last podcast as a massive senior bowl winner he's a riser uh he gets the first round buzz now and he deserves it and it's jackson powers johnson the center out of oregon now he's a center but he played right guard in 2022 uh he played both right and left guard at the senior bowl and looked good i think the eagles in this scenario, they would be drafting Jackson Powers Johnson with the anticipation of Cam Jurgens being the center and, and JPJ playing right guard. Now, obviously, you can battle that out in training camp and see how it falls, shakes out. I thought Cam Jurgens struggled a little bit at right guard this year. So uh, that's what I'm looking at in this scenario. The Eagles will go Jackson Powers Johnson at 22. They would maybe try to trade back in a situation like this. Obviously, since I'm pigeonholed into taking an offensive lineman. I, I can't do that. He might not be there. So that puts me on the clock again at pick 50. Uh, there's several guys that I kind of like in this range. Uh, Chop Robinson's there. If you wanted to go edge rusher, uh, there's safeties on the board. There's wide receivers on the board, but I do think you have to take safety. Um, I have not fully decided because I haven't really watched a lot of safety film yet where I'm at on Tyler Newbin versus Cam Kinchins. But I will take Newbin for the sake of difference from Dibes here. Uh, so safety out of Minnesota, Tyler Newbin uh, comes in. You know, he can play opposite Reed Blankenship. Uh, Sidney Brown is probably relegated to your third safety role again, but that's okay. Uh, so Newbin, uh, Mark's fist pumping here. Do you have him higher than Kinchins? Yeah, I love Newbin. I, I really, really like Newbin. He just, he, he's a guy I've liked for like a couple of years at Minnesota and he's got size. He's got a nose for the ball. I mean, 
got nine picks in the last two years, 12 picks in the last three years. Um, he can play the run. You can play the pass. I, I just, I think he's a modern safety. Yeah. All right. So that puts me with pick 54. Now uh, we've addressed offensive line. We have addressed safety. Uh, you could go some different ways with this pick. Heck Cameron Kinchins is still here. We could double dip at safety, but we know the Eagles won't do that. Um, could go with Trotter. I, I kind of want to go with a wide receiver though. And so we're going to, I'm going to take Xavier worthy out of Texas here at pick 54. I think worthy is a really explosive player. It is his size profile is maybe a little concerning on a team that's already got Devonte Smith. Uh, that's something that I could see the Eagles being concerned about, but we'll take Xavier worthy at pick 54 and then we'll spin it here and see what we get at pick 97. Okay. 97. Um, let's see. Mason Smith defensive lineman out of LSU is there. Max Melton. I, I kind of like Max Melton quite a bit. Cornerback out of Rutgers. He was one I of like, my senior bowl winners. I like both the guys you just named. I have a question for you. All right. Do you, the same question I asked Dives, do you have an RB1 yet that you are saying would be your favorite fit on the Eagles, regardless of if he's there or not? Yeah, I don't know. I am not firm on this, mm -hmm. but I kind of like Bucky Irving uh, out of Oregon. I think he's a fun player. Um, I'm not sure if he's the best fit with the Eagles because um, they've kind of got Kenny Gainwell who can catch some passes and that uh, the best fit with the Eagles might be a little bit more of a downhill runner, especially if they do get under center a little more next year. Uh, but I, I kind of like Bucky Irving. I love both of your and Dodd's answers because Bucky Irving's my RB one and Audrey Gaston is my RB two. So I'd be very happy with the Eagles taking either of them. Mark, you're, you're spoiling next week's show for the listeners already. Yeah. Well, that could change by the way. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, you All know. right. I think I'm going to go ahead and go cornerback here. Um, cause I do like Max Melton. I am not sure the Eagles go cornerback at all in this draft. Uh, I think they've got a lot of young guys at the positions. Uh, I don't think it's necessarily anything that should prevent you from adding depth though. So uh, I will take Max Melton here. Let me scroll down and make sure I'm not missing anybody else. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to go ahead and just lock that in. So, I forget the Eagles don't have a fourth round pick. I should have just made it a three round mock draft. So uh, in the first round, we take Jackson Powers Johnson, obviously with the sad Jason Kelsey news that we just totally made up for this scenario. Uh, in the second round, uh, took Tyler Newbin safety out of Minnesota and wide receiver Xavier Worthy out of Texas. And then in the third round, took cornerback Max Melton out of Rutgers. So uh, Mark, how do you feel about this draft overall? Uh, aside from taking a, you know, offensive lineman in the first round. Yeah. I love the other three picks. Um, there'll be guys that I'll be targeting as well. Uh, maybe not in this draft to be, maybe be different besides Newbin. You can't, you can't prevent me from Newbin potentially. Um, but uh, it were, these a guy I've mocked a lot. He fits right into the slot. Melton's a guy I've mocked a lot. He fits right into the slot on the other side of the ball. Uh -huh. um, so it, it would kind of fit the slot role for, for both sides of the ball. Would you have concerns that with your wide receiver room that you're building such a room of outliers, if you had Devonte Smith and Xavier worthy as two of your 
receivers? No, because I think at this point, Devontae Smith's past that, right? Like, I, I think we know what he is. And he, he had a down year this year, I will say. I, he did, uh, I did think he regressed this year compared to where he had been. Uh, that's yeah, I, I don't mean so much in, like, not able to make it in the league. But, I mean, it clearly shows up anytime he's asked to run block or block in the screen game. He just can't do it. Uh, so I do wonder if that could be problematic. But I mean, it wouldn't stop me from taking him. But I, it would give me just a little bit of pause. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I just think when you have Brown, you have Goddard, and then presumably whoever the fourth receiver will be should be a blocking receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just think you can figure out ways to scheme around that. Um, and it shouldn't be that hard. And I think Kellen Moore will be able to do things like that. I think he will take advantage. I, 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 uh, I, I just think Smith, I'm past worrying about his frame at this point, even though I just don't want him to block. Yeah. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. All right. Well, let's bring up the simulator here and let's spin up yours. And uh, so we're going to operate under the, well, we'll actually do it because PFF will let us trade players. So we'll trade. Pause. Oh, shoot. That's okay. That's okay. Did I go too far? Let me scroll up a little bit. Let me just see. All right. I think we still have uh, Kool-Aid on the board. I guess Wiggins is gone. Yeah. Wiggins Um, went number 11 to Minnesota. Yeah, let's uh let's try to move up here with Pittsburgh. Okay. I will I'll give up 22. Um I'll take 20. And I will give up uh let's say 160. Let's see if that'll work. Yeah, let's do that. Oh, it didn't work. It didn't matter. They didn't take my guy. He saved me. Um you and Dodge both did the same thing there, pressing the resume draft instead of post trade. It's right <laughs> next to each other. Yeah. Um, uh, let me, oh, Kool-Aid's right there. Bada bing, bada boom. We'll do that, but go to trade real quick before I take You want to go ahead and trade Reddick before? Yeah, we... we can make that trade. The one I've been doing, because I think it makes a lot of sense fit-wise, the Texans need an edge rusher on the other side of Anderson. They have some money um, to mess around with. So I've been doing 59 for Reddick. Another thing that makes sense is the Falcons, but I think they're going to use that second for fields potentially. Um, but I, I saw someone say uh, the, the Falcons second and Tyler Algier or, or the Falcons third and Tyler Algier. 
Um, for Hassan Reddick, I don't want to place any value on any running back in a trade because you can find them anywhere. So um, I would rather just get a second. So 59 for Reddick. They've been accepting this usually. And it worked. So I have an extra an extra second to mess around with. And I'm going to take Kool-Aid McKinstry right here. Um, I think Shane might be right. I, I think Howie does not like to take defensive backs early, whether that be because he's not very good at it or because for whatever reason it may be, it, it seems that that is the case. Um, but I, I he that would be my number one need, either safety or corner. Um, I, I desperately want them to take a defensive back. Um, after that, it becomes a that would be a, a home run of a, a I have a Eagles big board and Kool Aid is literally number four on it, um, even though he's probably around number thirteen uh, on my overall big board. After that, you know the edge rushers I would take a look at are gone. Um, Tyler Newbin is gone in, in this situation. Um, he would be my obvious next pick. Um, Kamari Lassiter's gone. Braylon Trice is gone. So now that means I'm I have a glut of wide receivers. Um, that I consider all right around the same to me. So I'm going to dip into that uh, right here, and I'm going to go – actually, I lied because I have a pick coming up in four picks. I'm going to make another pick to let that glut of wide receivers determine itself out and take one at 54. So at 50, I'll agree with, with Dives, and I'll take Cameron Kinchins. He's my number two safety on my board. I'd rather this be Tyler Newbin, um, but – Safety really drops off, I think, after that. Bullock, I I like Kalen Bullock, but I think he's in a different tier um, than Tyler Newbin and then and Cameron Kenshins. Then at 54, the receiver that I wanted is still sitting right there for me. And it's actually my wide receiver four, which I think will end up being a little, you know, controversial, but it's Xavier Leggett. I really like Xavier Leggett. And this maybe isn't the perfect fit situation for a slot. Uh, but man, he is the upside with him is just too hard for me to, to turn down. You can uh, also put Devonte Smith in the slot as well, yeah, and, and keep Leggett on the outside, which would be interesting. Yeah, I, I love Xavier Leggett. That's non. That's like a non Eagles take. Um, wherever wherever Xavier Leggett goes, I think there's a high chance that guy turns out. He's probably a little bit of a boomer bust guy. Um, but I, I think that, you know, he could turn into an absolute superstar. Um, after that, so I locked down a corner. I locked down a safety. I locked down a wide receiver. Um, let's let's go down and let's make the, the linebacker people happy. And let's, let's bring them home. Jeremiah Trotter Jr. Um, I think that would be a great story. And it goes beyond the story because he's my linebacker one. Um, I think he's the best linebacker in this class, and I can get him at 59. And that's not me really disagreeing with with dives. I have uh, I have Trotter at 42 and Cooper at 43. So in terms of my overall list, so they're right there back to back to each other. Um, so that locks down that need. That means I'm probably going to turn to either interior O line or the running back position. Can I see interior O line? You can. Ooh, yeah. Cedric Van Pran. I remember yeah. talking about him last year before he went back to school, and now his draft stock kind of dropped a lot. Yeah, he's a really interesting guy to me. I have him higher than consensus, right around the top 70. Um, and then let me take a look at running back. Yeah, it's it's really hard for me to not take Irving or Estime. 
Um, I'll, 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 for the sake of being different, I'll take an interior. I'll take Cedric Van Pran. Um, Cedric Van Pran, they, they stick with their love of Georgia Bulldogs here. Um, and they go ahead and get another um, Georgia lineman specifically. Yeah, exactly. And they, they get it for the other side of the ball. They can go back to their practice days. Imagine that like you're a Georgia, you're a Georgia guy. And it's like, wait, I have to go deal with Jalen Carter again. Like, what the <laughs> heck? Like, I don't want to do this. Um, no, but uh, Cedric Van Pran's a guy who's just he's played a lot of football at a really high level against the best pass rushers in the world, and he's held up um, in every possible situation. I think he's ranked far too low. Um, maybe you know why? Like, why did he fall? Because I don't think he he graded out that poorly this year. It, it's an interesting situation, but. Uh, I, I think some of its interior alignment tend to tend to drop in general, but yeah, I, I think Cedric Van Pran is a guy who I'd be really excited, and I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised at all if, if he's kind of one of the guys that they're targeting. Uh, they, I'm sure they'll have Jason Kelsey scout the the day two offensive lineman and pick one like he did with Cam Jurgens, and I wouldn't be shocked if it was Cedric Van Pran. I mean. Yeah, he had his best PFF grade this year, um, 2023, a 77.9. Didn't allow any sacks, allowed only only 13 hurries, like 6'4", 3'10". Um, played 14, 15, and 15 games the last three years. I know he's just a center, but I I really like Cedric Van Pran in terms of his fit, just sliding right in and playing center from day one. Yeah, maybe he dropped because of – Jackson powers Johnson. And there's an unspoken rule that only one center can be drafted in the top two rounds every year. Zach Frazier is kind of taking his thunder too. I bet people, people really like Zach Frazier. I have Frazier a spot above Van Pran, but um, I think that we, I feel like we talk about this every year. Centers get undervalued. Mm-hmm. I, I think, cause I, I just don't know why they're less important than guards, especially every year when we see about five to 10 times in an NFL game, when a starting center goes out and it dramatically impacts the game because the backup center comes in and loses them the game, whether that's due to blocking, whether it's due to penalties, whether it's due to snapping, it feels like we see that five to 10 times a year. Um, I, I think center is, if not more valuable than guard, at least as valuable as guard. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I'm I would say center is more important than guard. But okay, so that is Mark's draft. In his scenario, Hassan Reddick is traded for a second round pick to the Houston Texans, uh, a pick that he later used to select Jeremiah Trotter Jr. But before he did that, he took quarterback Kool Aid McKinstry, uh, safety Cameron Kinchins, wide receiver Xavier Leggett, uh, and then Trotter Jr. with the Hassan Reddick pick. And then in the third round, he got Cedric Van Pran center out of Georgia. So there you have it. Uh, A look at three different scenarios. You guys can let us know what you think. Uh, I meant to give the spiel up front, but don't yell at us on Twitter. Mock drafts are not saying what will happen. Uh, Mock drafts. Every time I post a mock draft, somebody says that guy won't be there. It's like, well, he was in the simulation. And they're really just about playing out scenarios it's not an attempt at accuracy i'm not saying you know we're not saying these are the picks the eagles will make it's just an interesting way to talk about prospects and who could be there you know given different situations so uh there's three different situations you guys let us know what you think of those uh if you're watching here on youtube drop it in the comments if you were listening on twitter you can shout us out on twitter Uh, That's going to about do it, though, for this episode of the BGN Draft Show. We're going to be back next week. We'll be back into our positional rankings. 
Uh, I think we're going to do running backs next week. We'll knock out a position group a week for the next few weeks until the combine. And then we'll take a break and talk combine winners and losers. And then we'll get back to the rankings. So if you guys keep it tuned here, we'll get you through all the position groups prior to the draft with a few big board fights along the way. Uh, Mark, before we get out of here, do you have any final thoughts? Anything you want to get off your chest here? The draft related? No, I wish I would have gotten an edge there since I traded Hassan Reddick, but that's the the let Nolan Smith cook plan. Uh, I guess, uh, you know, if you draft a defensive end in the first round, he should probably be counted on to play a big role in year two. So uh, I think people were freaking out about the Reddick kind of idea. If they were able to get a day two pick for Reddick, it wouldn't be the worst thing. Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it. Thank you guys for joining us for this episode of the BGN Draft Show. If you enjoyed the show, be sure you hit that subscribe button so you get every show from the BGN radio feed. John and I will be dropping a show later this week, breaking down part two of the Kellen Moore offense, uh, focusing on the passing game. If you missed part one, we talked a lot about the running game and uh, how he uses different run designs and how motion plays into that. We're going to run it back talking about the passing game. So be sure you check that out. Uh, You can check us all out on Twitter. I'm at Shane half NFL dives is at Mr. Crockpot and Mark is at Mark Henry jr. We will catch you guys next week for another episode of the BGN draft show. Go Birds! More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.